Salutations, y'all. Salutations. This is uh, another episode of the Flex Pill Podcast. Basically, just kind of uh, stepping on in today. You know, just disgusted. You feel what I'm saying? I'm second. Because, you know, I, I kind of felt like, you know, we were going to kind of go down this road at some point. Didn't really realize how soon, you know, we'd have to be going through it. But, you know, it was just kind of like a domino effect. It was just going to break down to that point sooner or later. You know, um, basically just things that's been happening and, uh, you know, ultimately what happened to George Floyd, you know, uh, it's kind of like the straw that broke the camel back. I'm just kind of, like, nervous for my kids now. Like, you know, I've done seen uh, little girls at the protest getting pepper sprayed in the face. Um, basically, just uh, seen a crowd of protesters just get ran over, whether it be by, like, squad vehicles or it could be a crack-ass redneck in a pickup truck. Or an 18-wheeler. Um, just running over, you know, peaceful protesters. You know, and it's like, when 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 is uh when are people gonna be tired of actually, like telling us, you know, or or reciting to us the the same fucking poem over and over again? Because uh, for years, you know, we continue to hear, oh, this should be a peaceful protest, and uh, let's do it the right way and. Blase, squaze, whoop de whoop. Um, there's been times where you know, basically all the time, that you know, we have protests that try to be done the right way. How many times have when black people have basically tried to do things the right way? Turn it back around, you know, they just go ahead and spit in our face. They don't really kind of, you know what I'm saying? They don't really give a fuck about if it's the right way or if it's the wrong way. They just want to eliminate the black way. They just want to eliminate the black people. You know, whether it be pandemically, systematically, you know, it, it really don't even matter. And, you know, all working nine to five people, you know what I'm saying? They still happen to have a job through this pandemic. Got to step out and be able to go ahead and, and, and face this brutal reality, you know, that we're going to have to live in right about now. I mean, again, it was always there, you know what I'm saying? The, the blatant racism and the discrimination had always been there since day one. I mean, it, it's hard for them to hide it because it's their true selves. You know what I mean? Their liquid courage is racism. They don't even much need a bottle of Jack for that shit. You know what I'm saying? They little racism will come out, you know, at any type of spurt where they can't even much hold it anymore. You know, it just, it just jumps out there. And, you know, as far as the looting and the rioting and shit like that, True enough, I definitely agree with, you know, 
burning down police precincts and, and the courthouses that basically, you know, help support and uh, incarcerating black men as well as letting off crack-ass police murderers. You know, it's such a double-edged sword right there. And, you know, it's like basically, you know, just trying to speak, trying to speak to them, trying to, trying to basically, you know, kind of open their eyes to humanity. That shit ain't working. It's like, what way is the right way? Because if you do it the right way, you get your ass shot and ran over anyways. You'll get hit with tear gas, pepper spray, uh, all kind of other bullshit, you know. And then you have the president that actually wants to go ahead and, you know, unleash the National Guards on the American people. This dipshit of a president is basically inciting a war with the American people. This is the protector or or the so-called leader of uh, the free world. At least he's supposed to be. And yet he he would rage war. He would rather rage war on Americans. The American president would rather rage war on Americans. The so-called commander-in-chief wants to use his National Guard to wipe out other Americans. He basically kind of looked at places like North Korea as an example that he feels America should follow. North Korea. North Korea. You mean the Kim Jong-un infested dictatorship country of North Korea. You know what? His stupidity never ceases to amaze me. Even though we already know how incredibly fucking dumb he is, how incredibly brain fried um, and uh, non-coherent that this guy is. I mean, he uh, he just, oh man, his, 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 his whole thinking process, his whole attention span, uh, excuse me, attention span, his whole existence. It's just everything is just so fucking disturbing. It's cringeworthy. It's annoying. It's aggravating. I mean, it's not enough milligrams of ibuprofen in the world you can be able to take to go ahead and cure the migraine known as Trump. He would hide himself in the White House and rage war on Black Americans. <laughs> but this is the guy that basically uh, is a. Proud member of NRA, right? You know, he kind of, you know, manipulates media, basically his supporters, rather. And, of course, you know, Republican media, he manipulates his own stories uh, into the media, you know, to basically further incite division, to further incite war. You know, I mean, it's just out of control right now. You know, it's really out of control. So I feel as, you know, just 
for normal blue collar nine to five working citizens, you know, American citizens, mainly black American citizens. You know, we kind of have to just kind of step out there, you know, with our chests out. I'm not saying, you know, if you're a person who, you know, I mean, if you're a person who's, you know, you're, you're, you're with the rioting and, you know, the burning down the precincts or whatever and the shit that's going on. I, I feel you on the, I'm because I'm with that shit, too. I definitely want to be able to go ahead and give a perspective of this. If you are that nine to five working black American, though, especially around this time right now where, you know, you know, having a, ha having yourself uh, being placed in financial stability is very scarce right now because of the pandemic. But you know, you you gotta walk out there with your head high and your chest out, and just be ready. Just be ready for whatever. Stay prayed up and be ready for whatever. Because it's like when you step out there, you never know. You know what I'm saying? On what day that could be you. You never know on what day, you know, you just minding your own business. You ain't fucking with nobody. You know, you basically just trying to, trying to go ahead and kind of just go through your day without any issues and try to find inner peace within yourself. And, you know, just some dickhead ass cop. You know, just for no reason whatsoever, just, you know, want to randomly just be a cause of a problem to pull up at your your local Publix to pull up at your Walmarts or or it could be right there in uniform at your Home Depot some reason whatsoever just because you know you're filled with a whole lot of royal melanin it just disgusts them to the point to where they want to go ahead and just Inside a war, inside a riot. Now they want to be able to go ahead and choose another picture to kind of, you know, describe us as. Now we're the rioters, we're the looters. We're out of control, we're this, we're that. I mean, when we had control, you wasn't really fucking with that. But when, when, when we were controlling ourselves and trying to do things the right way, you know, they wasn't fucking with that. They weren't listening then. And now they're trying to tell us, oh, well, the war and the riots aren't the way. Well, what the fuck is? Because I hear a lot of people on TV hopping on there saying, well, that ain't the right way to do things. It ain't going to never be the right way to do things. It ain't going to be never be the right way to go ahead and uh, get things done. Because the correct way just blew one, in one ear out of the other. Nobody gave a shit about that. You're saying, oh, well, we all got to work together and communicate with each other. and woo -woo -woo -woo. Yeah, man. Guess what? How many times you been communicating that shit and they done told you, fuck you? You've been trying to communicate that shit to them since day one. They don't care to communicate. They care to do is terminate. Whether you want to talk with them, whether you want a peaceful protest with them, or whether you want to go at it war for war with them. They don't really give a fuck. They would rather knock your head off anyways. 
and find some bullshit excuse to be able to go ahead and cover their ass. And basically, they can be able to go ahead and just drop a knee on a black man's neck and smile at the camera, you know, just because they know that, hey, they finna get off. They finna get a little pat on the bottom, you know what I'm saying? A little two-pat spanking on the bottom and be like, hey, bad, bad officer, bad cop. Now you go ahead and turn your little nice city protecting selves right over there to that corner and just sit there and time out for about five minutes. It's okay, though. The time out is paid for. It's paid for. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yet, it'll never be justice. When you continue to see other black people get knocked off, you know what I mean, get killed for for either complying or just being killed, you know, just for walking out there just being black. When there's no resisting, there's no fight back, you know what I mean? There's there's no aggression coming from the apprehended black man whatsoever. And you just continue to go ahead and kill, 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 and then there's no repercussions for it. There's no accountability for it whatsoever. They always keep getting off, keep getting off, keep getting off. So it's just like every time they go ahead and kill an innocent black man and keep getting off, why the fuck you keep on telling us about how we should do it the right way? Why the fuck can't they do it the right way? They've been doing it the wrong way since day one, and yet we still trying to go ahead and hear from the good police officers. Because I hear a lot about that, too. Hey, just not all police officers are bad. Yeah, I get that. I hear that. But I'm pretty sure that there's plenty of enough fucking good police officers that could be able to go ahead and bond together and stand together and come out and be able to go ahead and have a solution for this and do something and actually fucking do something. I don't want to hear about, you know, one out of a dozen police officers, you know, hopping on fucking Instagram or on Facebook or on, on Twitter or whatever, you know, just basically going on a five minute rant or eight minute rant or whatever about, you know, how disgusted they feel or how sad they feel. And, and it's not to go ahead and discredit their emotions. I'm not saying that they really don't feel like that. I'm just saying like, bruh. Sis, y'all been doing that quite a lot. We still haven't really seen nobody really had the cojones. It had the fucking audacity and the fucking gumption to really like back y'all up. And to really like stand out and stand up and stand against, you know, these crooked fucking pigs that keep on knocking off black lives like we're expendable. Like, how, how the fuck are you going to tell somebody how to vent? Just saying, like, just, just give a prime example. You fuck around and just, you know, you slap a child in front of that child's mama and you not even that fucking child's daddy or any kind of guardian whatsoever. Let's just say you you fuck around and slap a child in their face right in front of their mama. How the fuck you going to tell a parent how to react? You know what I'm saying? You fuck around and and, and, and spit in somebody's face. Talking about full COVID, full goddamn flu, full HIV, whatever the fuck disease you have. Just hawk up a goddamn loogie and spit in somebody's face. How the fuck you going to tell that person who got spat in the face how to react? 
You know what I'm saying? If somebody fuck around and break into your house and rape your grandma or rape your moms or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Rape your child and took her life. It took his life. You know what I'm saying? Like, how the fuck you gonna tell that recipient who felt that pain how to react? I mean, even though it may sound like I'm talking about recent events, which I am, I mean, this also relates all the way back into the slavery, into the slave days. You know what I mean? I mean, this basically just, it, it, it's just so compelling and it's, it's just so direct, you know, basically when describing black people in general of what we had to face over so many years. From the time that we got, you know, basically robbed and looted of our freedom in Africa just to go ahead and get shipped way over to a whole nother country that had nothing to do with us, that we had nothing to do with, just to go ahead and be beat, killed off, pent against each other, raped. I'm talking about for every single black person, man, woman, and child had to go through that shit. Our ancestors had to sit there and go through that shit. From fucking centuries, centuries ago. And all this is just a modernized version of it. Because we continue to get abused, battered, jailed, caged, raped, killed. And I always kind of wonder, I mean, like, well, damn. So much for doing things the right way. And these are the people that wear badges. These are the whole uh, serve and protect dudes, you know, that kind of come up out here and stick their chest out. They flash their little badges and shit like that, you know, and they're supposed to be for the people. So they say, huh, let the white man tell you that. Let the government tell you that. Let the let the, let the courtrooms tell you that. Let the court judge, Supreme Court judges tell you that shit. Let the district attorneys tell you that shit. They're supposed to be for the people. And yet the people are basically getting ran over by big-ass police unit vehicles, trucks, jeeps. And, you know, pretty soon, a lot more police is about to get knocked off. I mean, just going ahead and keeping it a thousand, I mean, the crackers going to get knocked off, man. I'm not saying I'd be the one to do it. However, if I had a pistol in my hand, ain't no telling what the fuck I'd do. Because I'd be sitting there worried about, you know, whether or not I'm going to get back home to my two-year-old boy. I'd be scared of myself for what I'd do with that fucking pistol. Just to know if I'm fucking cornered with two police units or whatnot, around here mistaking me for a looter or whatever, or mistaking me for a suspicious, uh, uh, a, a suspicious criminal, or however they want to judge or label me. And, you know, just for no reason, my life get taken away. Just coming from work or just coming from the store. It worries me, man. That shit. That shit really like it's nerve wracking because, you know, me being older, 
like my anxiety, my anxiety just kind of kicks in much more stronger than it ever did before. Cause see, back when I was a young, back in my twenties, back in my teens, I, I gave a fuck way a lot less than how I did right now. Uh, I don't give a lot of fucks right now, but man, back then, oh uh, man, I was, I was like the, uh, I would say, uh, if I could describe myself. Like, for anybody that ever seen uh, Blade or, or 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 they've seen, like, uh, yeah, I believe, like, Blade or, like, Twilight, you know what I'm saying? If you ever seen one of those where, um, I don't know which one it is. It could have been both of them, but basically where there's always a new set of vampires or these little different breed of hybrid vampires that are, you know, are at their strongest when, like, they're infants or when they're newborns you know they don't know how to control their powers they're uncontrollable you know they're just wild they're radical and they're like extremely fucking strong like they just you know they say that basically they're the worst ones because of how much they can't control their powers and neither can anyone else be able to control them you would just have to be able to take them out if you're lucky you have to, you have to be able to take them out if you want to survive and basically, uh, I kind of look at that. I kind of look at our situation as, you know, basically just kind of uh, looking at the, the wild group. The wild group that's just, you know, they're fresh, they're young, they don't really give a fuck. Not seeing how I was back then. Young, wild, didn't really give a fuck. I had, you know, so much power within me because it's like, you know, I had so much accumulated in me. I had so so much knowledge that I basically had soaked up at that point. And there was times I utilized that shit the wrong way or what is known to be the wrong way or, you know, how I felt was the wrong way. But um, I always felt that, you know, I would react in a way that I felt was right by me for a reason. And, uh, you know, being a lot more mature now, is like, uh, I would have to react that way for a purpose. You know, for a purpose that I'm here. And not just for my own selfish reasons. Because, see, my reasons and God's reasons are two different things, you know. He may have a reason for me to go ahead and react like a wild vampire, you know, like a wild, like a wild hybrid vampire, you know, for a purpose, not for my reason. But, um, I don't like, I'm not even, I'm just so like disgusted with being American right now and with, and, uh, with being in America. I'm just disgusted with that right now. Oh, God, I wish that there was a way I could be able to go ahead and, you know, start my emergency set. I should have been dead this shit, obviously, but, you know, uh, it's too late to be trying to go back into the past to see, you know, what mistakes I could fix because, you know, that ain't going to happen. But if only I had an emergency stash or some way to where I can be able to have things saved up so me and my family could be able to move to Canada. Man, I'd have been out of here in 2.2 seconds just because I, I just, like, I cannot stand the stench 
and the filth of the so-called American democracy. I just can't, I, I can't stand the filth and the stench of that flag, the filth and the stench of our leader or so-called leader, the filth and the stench of this democracy. Everything is fucking false. Everything is a lie. These crackers got y'all up out here celebrating fake-ass holidays. Fake-ass holidays. And I'm uh, I'm not talking about, like, Christmas and, and Easter, even though they have little fake-ass characters for those little, you know, for those months. They want to put out Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and shit like that means something to somebody with that fake-ass shit. First of all, all these goddamn holidays is BS. I'm still confused on how the fuck can this country celebrate Independence Day when not even fucking independent. Like, independent from what? From what? This ain't even nobody's fucking country. Who lives here? The whites, the blacks, the Hispanics, the Asians, the Jamaicans, the hate. This ain't even our fucking country. Everything was stolen. Everything was stolen from the land that was stolen from the indigenous people to the black people that was stealing from their own land to be brought here. Everything was a fucking steal, a heist. And yet, white people still have a goddamn stranglehold on everything that's going on. So what are we independent from? How can we celebrate a false-ass holiday in a country that don't even belong to none of us? You know, a lot of times, I, I whenever I happen to see, like, you know, black dudes that went to the army and shit like that, you know, out of respect, I say, hey, you know, thanks for serving our country and, you know, blase fucking squase. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I... I like like emotionally there's some truth to what I'm saying because I do thank them for actually kind of going out there for the purpose you know in their mind frame their purpose is to be able to go ahead and fight for our freedom but it's like I I look I look at all of them like fucking sheep I look at them like dumbasses respectfully just because it's like how the hell are you going to fight for something we're never going to get I'm just saying though, like, like if you think about it, this whole fucking forty acres and the mule bullshit is just pure ass. Like, we are deserved the whole entire goddamn United States, the whole fucking North American continent belongs to black people, and yet you're talking about giving us some small ass acres and an old McDonald farm. The fuck out of here! Listen, man, you're fighting for that. You're fighting for something that we are deserved and that we are owed. And basically you're out there killing yourself for white people that shipping you up out there telling you that they got a pension plan for you. If you happen to survive and come back and you'll be your purple heart and all that, man, man, man suck a dick with that. I, man, I don't want to hear that shit. You're fucking sheep. You're stupid. You're stupid. That's how I look at it. 
my apologies for anybody that been out there fighting the war, you know, for this country or whatnot. Again, I mean no disrespect when I say it. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it with a broader spectrum. Like, yo, this country is not yours, black man. It's not mine. Hell, the white people that sent your ass out, that's not even theirs. It's not. It's not. We're fighting for our freedom about here in the fucking streets every day. Compared to when, you know, government actually happened to ship y'all out for like Desert Storm or some shit to go ahead and, I guess, fight for the freedom of the country or whatever. Black people been fighting for We've been fighting for our freedom since the time we slipped up out the womb, hanging on to that umbilical cord. And we talk about generations after generations and after generations of fucking surviving. And we're still surviving. We still have to be able to walk up out here and fucking survive. Athletes, huh, just they basically look at us like monkeys with money. Huh, speaking of monkeys with money. Question, where the fuck is Oprah at? I mean, just basically kind of giving a track record with... You know, the down talk of black men lately. You know, I mean, I kind of wondered, you know, it does matter when people like her speak up or when people like her do something. She's fucking Oprah. okay? she is the walking epitome of black excellence. She's a fucking billionaire. She's Oprah. She's Oprah. You know what I'm saying? We know where's Oprah Winfrey, but her brand is so goddamn big. She's Oprah. I don't really give two shits about, you know, if Ellen DeGeneres do it. Although it would be helpful since, you know, you happen to go ahead and explode a lot of black people upon her show. You know, she she definitely, you know, happens to go ahead and kind of, you know, like to chop it up and have little nice little black little catch, catchphrase and sayings, you know, with, with other black people that's up on there. You know, she has a good rapport with a lot of black folks, a lot of people of color. She has, yeah, but, but I like to see her use her white privilege. But where the fuck is Oprah? That's definitely that's definitely important. I, I don't want to hear shit about what fucking Charlemagne the God is talking about because sometimes Charlemagne the God himself need to shut the fuck up forever. Sometimes Charlemagne the God just need to go ahead and accept a goddamn Black Lives Matter bullet or something like that because some of the shit he says, I I think he just kind of takes whatever clip that he happens to hear or whatever. He sits there, he listens to it, he dissects it, and has his own like. I don't know, like, like backwash coonish opinion about it or whatnot. Like, I, I guess he's trying to be able to go ahead and kind of like, uh, be a deep thinker about it, you know, and kind of, you know, I guess dissect the issue mentally and psychologically and, and see what can be, see what can be done about it or whatever the case may be. He has his own opinions. But man, when he was just sitting there talking about Don Lemon today, I'm like, bruh. The same thing you sat there and just basically kind of went off on Don Lemon about. In the process of going off on Don Lemon about Don Lemon just sitting up on CNN talking just to go ahead and kill time. Charlemagne the God essentially was basically doing the same thing at that point in time. He was just basically kind of running his mouth to kind of kill time on air because basically... He, he like everything he said is like he miscalculated on so many points he was trying to hit because he was just like so wrong. 
And it ain't his first time being wrong on something. But it's like, God damn, bro. Like, you're getting too old for this shit. Like, you're basically, you know, looked at as a journalist. So it's like, do your due diligence to be able to go ahead and get the full story on something instead of sitting there trying to run down a black man who's basically been speaking about these issues like from the time when even Obama was in office. You know what I mean? Like, how are you going to sit there and say that a man basically just running his mouth just to go ahead and pick up airtime? Like, we don't see him out there doing anything. Motherfucker, we don't see you out there doing anything. Like, nigga, you dropped like two books and all of a sudden you like the fucking black, uh, the black non-blemished face of Gandhi or some shit like that. You're like the, like, 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 what the fuck? Like, that's the shit that pissed me off. To hear when black people sit there and run down somebody else black, like, you can't sit there and just have your fucking feet on both sides of the fence. Like, bro, like, you, like, sometimes he just have this fucking, like, he, he just kind of blurts out, like, some Kanyeism sometimes. Like, it, some of his speeches and his vernacular and some of his deliveries sometimes sound very Kanye Westish. Another person that need to get shot. Fuck how y'all feel about it. That's that's how, that's how I feel about it. Like, make America great again, Kanye. Just definitely needs to get shot. He needs to go go through a goddamn coma or something. He needs to wake up and um, you know, just basically kind of finds himself in another Jesus Walks video or something, and just kind of come back to life. But right about now, you know, he's one of the people who we definitely don't need to hear from. Lil Wayne is one of those people we definitely don't need to hear from. Like, I'm tired of Lil Wayne telling his story about when he shot himself in the chest and a fucking white police officer from Louisiana had scooped his little stupid ass up and shipped him off to a hospital so he could be able to get surgically repaired, uh, uh, some some surgical repairs on his chest uh, from, from being opened up by a bullet wound. Nobody gives a fuck to hear about that. Sorry about your, your tragic incident, sir. But how the fuck does that relate to... Motherfuckers getting put on their backs and getting put in coffins for no fucking reason, for just complying, for just being black. If your story does not relate to those stories, my nigga, shut the fuck up for life. You have no right, you have no leeway to be able to speak on the current issues at hand just because you done went through something and all of a sudden you fell in love with a white man. Anytime when a man is sitting there cuddling you and protecting you and whisk you off to safety, just like how Birdman did back in the day, you fall in love with him and kiss him in the mouth. No, nobody got time to hear about your fucking love stories, Lil Wayne. Sit your ass down and try to think about what's the next shit you're going to put on the Carter 8 or some shit, okay? Nobody want to hear your ass speak on black on black issues and black lives matters and shit like that. Because obviously it didn't fucking matter to you then, doesn't fucking matter to you now. I don't want to hear nothing about French Montana speaking about black issues. The nigga just came out of a drunken coma. I want to hear French Montana on his track basically for about maybe 35 seconds with all the other 72 people that's featured on his tracks rapping. That's the only thing I want to hear. 30 seconds of French Montana and his other 28 features. That's it. I don't want to hear him speak about anything black. I don't want to hear Kanye speak about, about Black Lives Matter or whatnot. Right now, somewhere, George W. Bush is probably sitting there laughing, saying, Kanye West don't care about black people. 
that 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 that's where I think the irony comes at. I, I feel George W. Bus is hiding somewhere, you know, in his nice little uh, uh his nice little estate somewhere in, in Texas, you know, with a nice little humidifier and, and some cool AC, sipping on some lemonade, saying Kanye West do not like black people. Not saying George Bush still likes black people, but goddamn it, it seems like he done made a brand new friend after all these years. Oh man, this is just ridiculous. You know, I, I just, you know, I salute all my black people. I pray for y'all. You know, I just hope y'all can be able to better empower yourselves mentally, physically, emotionally. You know, because uh, this nation is scarred. You know, the smudge, uh, the black cloud, the blood stains. Everything that is shown on America right now, everything about America's history is basically coming to the forefront in the light. It's being exposed. All of the black stains and smudges, the sweat, the slain lives, you know, all of that, that ugly history of America right now is basically rearing its ugly head at this moment. And nothing is being done about it. So there's not really a right way to go about these things because it seems like even when going about it the right way, somebody life, somebody's life get taken anyways. So I say that to say this, you know, we all got to keep our inner peace as black people. And then, of course, when the time is right and when need be, we have to unleash the beast. I'm not with the Martin Luther King approach anymore. I, I love Martin. I love his philosophy. I, I love his logic. You know, and, and I'm with it to an extent. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm not really kind of, like, following that practice anymore because it's like that's, that, that shit is falling on deaf ears, you know. And I salute the ones who basically still follow that Martin approach, you know. I mean, I'm not saying not to follow it. I'm just saying, like, you know, for me as a black man, in my opinion, you know, the Black Panther approach, the Malcolm X approach, you know what I mean? Like the Nat Turner approach, the Ali approach, you know, that's what I'm fucking with heavy right now. That's, that's, that's what, but yeah, as I was saying, you know, uh, basically those people, those are the ones that's feeding my soul right now. You know what I mean? That is what basically is kind of keeping my blood flowing right now because anything, Trump related, anything Trump supporters related, you know, um, anything All Lives Matter related, um, anything, you know, we got to do it the right way related, you know, shit like that gets my blood boiling and not my blood churning. You know what I mean? I, I oh man, I swear. Sometimes, you know, I, I just feel like hitting something or hitting someone. You know, and I got to go ahead and revert back to the thinking of a father, you know, before I happen to go ahead and jump out the window and uh, take that risk. Because a lot of times I do, even before 2020, even before 2019, you know, even before 2015, like like like, I mean, uh, 2016, before um Trump had got elected. I'm talking about, I, I felt that way for quite a while already. Like, you know what? Like, like, I just feel like hitting somebody. 
not for the sake of hitting somebody, but just just because like the stupidity of the people that are around you. Like you would never realize just how low down, how undeserving, how foul and how filthy a lot of people are that are just not even in your circle, but just like I'm talking about like in your radar, in your neck of the woods. And like it's on a global scale right now. We all can see it. But um, stay uh, stay proud, stay powerful, black folks. Stay sharp, stay aggressive, stay dangerous. Stay in peace, stay in touch, stay with God. You know, and uh, huh, man, it's just another time event. You feel me? I mean. Not saying that all I'm going to do is, you know, just run my goddamn mouth. Because like I said, right about now, like, you know, if anything approached me to where I feel like my life is being threatened, I, I don't I don't know what to expect. I'm going to just have to expect to fend for myself. Period. If there's a way to be able to get, to get loose and get out, I'm going to get loose and get out. But then when my back is up against the wall, I'm going to have to jump out the corner like a black alley cat. You know, and that's how I, that's how I feel like every black American should basically live their life. Even after this post riot, after even after post George Floyd, you know what I mean? Whether America happens to go ahead and kind of like come down from, you know, all of this rage and kind of cool out or whatever the case may be. And I don't know how long that's going to take. But even at the time when that happens, I feel like we supposed to stay on guard like that, basically, for the rest of our living. And this is basically how we're going to have to teach our youth how to live, especially when raising them in America. <coughs> so, again, all love, all love to all my black folks, man, to all my black people, all love to all my Jamaicans. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to y'all, you know, and um, once again, you know, just stay proud, stay powerful, stay prayed up. Salutations.